Hello everyone, Elisa here and welcome to uh, another one of my podcasts on Dementia Daughter and Autism Mom. Hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. I know things are uh, a little crazy while everyone waits to uh, get the result of the US election. So uh, I guess myself, like everybody else, we're all kind of holding our breath to see what happens. I wanted to talk today a little bit about um, what it's like uh, selling or, or renting or doing something to um, when you have a parent with uh, a dementia or Alzheimer's or, or even just a senior who is, it's come to the time where, where they have to um, look at alternate living arrangements. So many uh, people I know, they're in a position where their parent or loved one can uh, cohabitate with them. Unfortunately, uh, that was not an option for me, even though I would have loved my mom to to come and live with me. Um, with my daughter um, having autism, uh, she can get physical as well. Um, she has meltdowns, screaming and, and so on. And my mom is uh, very sensitive to a lot of noises, is very nervous and, and it can be incredibly stressful. So it was sort of one of those situations where we had to look at what what would work best for her and what what she was comfortable with. So we ended up finding um, a very nice uh, assisted living facility, which uh, she has a beautiful apartment with a balcony that overlooks uh, a beautiful sort of forested area, not literally like 15 minutes from where I live. So it's super close, which is wonderful. And what was great is uh, they have sort of a, a extra care level, if you will, in a retirement setting uh, for people living with dementia. So they get a little bit of extra care and so on. So it's it's a very lovely environment and, and I'm very pleased because she uh, she's definitely expressed on a number of occasions that she's very happy, she feels much safer and so on. So that definitely made a massive difference for me because there's a lot of guilt that goes with that because um, you know, I never wanted to feel like I'd, I'd have to, to say no to, to my mom when she needed my help um, in in terms of living situation. But she did understand and, and she agreed that it just didn't make sense. It would just be too stressful for everyone. Guilt is, is such a hard thing to live with and it's something I try very hard not to carry with me. I'm not always successful. Uh, admittedly so. It's one of those uh, those things that I work on on a, on a regular basis. Um, with my father it was kind of a similar type situation. He had a lot of physical challenges in addition to his Alzheimer's. He uh, was confined to a wheelchair, had to have a catheter and um, didn't have bowel control and, and so on, plus had diabetes. So it wasn't again an option for uh, for him to live with me and believe me i looked into it we priced the chairlift and all those wonderful things and, and having again to sort of get through that realization was very difficult but um you know I, i've started to try not to carry that stuff forward with me because it's it's literally like carrying around a big sack of coal or, or some kind of weight on your body and you can literally feel it physically I know I certainly can and being able to let that go and uh, it definitely makes you feel lighter 
I can say without a doubt that practicing meditation for me has been incredibly therapeutic. Uh, I think that combined with uh, trying to exercise and do small things for myself, time is, um, you know, is not always there. Like uh, many caregivers, it, it, uh, you know, you always feel like you're running behind the clock and that in and of itself can produce stress. So again, it's, it's trying to be as organized as you can without, you know, planning your entire life to the point where you, that again, that it's so funny as I, as I talk and I, I think about all these things that, you know, by, by doing, being organized and doing this, that can make a stress in a different way. So it really is kind of finding what works best for you as far as that situation. So what, what can you do to, to find those few minutes of time that you might need or find ways that make you feel less stressed? The process of making a decision about what to do with my mom's house now that she was no longer living there has been one that I've literally, you know, anybody familiar with that early video game Pong, right? Where there's literally like a, th- a little sort of rectangle that goes across the bottom and then you know there's a ball and it bounces across I mean god knows that looked incredible back when I was uh, a teenager we had we had small uh, small uh, needs where video gaming was concerned because it was all new technology now it's like wow but anyway <laughs> I digress I um I went back and forth with the pros and cons and made lists and did all those things that I do. (laughs) Finally, in the end, my sister and I had a very long conversation and she just said, look, Lisa, you know, rent it out. See if you can get a short term tenant, you know, and then it gives you some time to kind of step back and, you know, take a minute and figure out what's the next step after that. In all honesty, I didn't actually think I'd have any luck finding a short term tenant as where I live, rentals are very hard to come by and generally when they do come up you know you get tons of applications and so on but as is uh, want to happen the universe uh, helped me out with that and uh, I found someone who was relocating to the area and uh, wanted to buy a house and only wanted a six-month lease so fabulous so right now I'm just finishing up getting all the last few things out of the house and I didn't actually think it would be quite as emotional an experience as it has. Having already moved my mom, that was hard, but there's been a few months, but it's now getting the last of her furniture out and putting stuff in storage in my basement. And then it's really strange. I look around at everything in my home and it's, it's literally like a museum of my parents' stuff. I can count on one hand the actual pieces of furniture or things that I myself have have gone out and purchased as uh, it's uh, which is kind of strange it's it's very it's comforting in one sense um, but at the same time it it very much feels like nothing is my own in, in another so figuring out what I want to do with all these things is is something for another time when I'm able to kind of separate the emotional piece that goes along with these items 
There are so many boxes and, and things in my basement that really should probably just be donated, but I just, I can't do it right now. And I'm accepting of that and um, being kind to myself where that's concerned. And I know it's just making a huge mess <laughs> in my household and uh, probably driving my kids crazy, but it is what it is. And uh, I, I'll get to that. So one thing that I, I guess is, has been a good, a good exercise, not literally exercise, you know, workout and exercise, but is as I've been going through some of the, the items at my mother's home, is I've kind of stopped. So I've come across boxes of old furniture, uh, old furniture, old um, photos. So I've stopped, opened them up, had a little look through them, you know, given me a smile and, and taken something positive from that experience. And I try to do that as much as possible. There've been days I've gone over there and thankfully I've been able to be doing laundry at her house because mine broke some time ago. <laughs> so that's, that time is going to be done soon. But anyway, I, uh, and as far as this whole process concerned, again, it's, it's turning what essentially is a negative into into a positive and and trying to to look at finding some of these little gems that you know books that she had from school like her own school um, classroom studies and and report cards and those kinds of things from the UK which has been really amazing to f to find them and go through it or old pictures of her at my dad's wedding and so on so and also lovely things that I'm going to try and put together and then give to her at a later date so that's been a nice opportunity to be able to to find those things none of this process is easy um, if I said it was I'd be completely lying so and anybody who's listening who's gone through this themselves or has someone close to them who has also experienced this can completely attest to it it completely sucks but at the same time I'm taking from this that I know that my mom is in a much, um, she's in a safer environment. She's got people around all the time, which she, I know, is enjoying. She's made some friends. I know that at nighttime, I'm not waking up at night because I'm scared to death that she could be out walking in the street, you know, talking to somebody because she's fearful being in her own home. Um, so th those kinds of things, again, I am, I am very grateful for. I don't know what's going to happen next year as far as getting the house ready to sell and so on. I'm sort of trying to look at this as baby steps where uh, it's let's deal with this right now that we can manage. Because I think if I try to think too far ahead of myself, that's when things get murky and that's when I start to feel that sense of stress again. Being able to recognize those things has been incredibly um, helpful. And as much as this experience and, and also going through what I did with my dad has been really heartbreaking and horrible to watch. And I can only imagine what what it's like for them and when you're essentially, you know, you must be able to see what's going on, but not be able to help yourself. I, it, just thinking about that makes me upset. But 
at least I know that I'm there for them as much, or I was, when my dad was still alive, I was there for him as much as I could be. And the one thing that is good with, with the house now getting rented out, it gives mom extra income, which is really great um, as things go on. But it's also one less thing I personally have to worry about and allows me then to focus on when I see her and we get together, enjoying that time and not always having this piece in the back of my mind of, oh, wow, I have to do this or I have to do this other thing or something else. So that is extremely freeing, I will say. So for anybody who's sort of going through this piece, whether you're transitioning your parent or a loved one, it doesn't necessarily have to be a parent, it could be a friend, it could be whatever, to um, a different living arrangement. It could just even, you know, moving from a house to say a condo or some other thing. Any move is a is a huge change for anyone, but um, certainly when someone is, is experiencing cognitive impairment, it's even more stressful. So finding ways to, to make that less stressful for them and for yourself is super important. And uh, focusing on on enjoying that time with with that person you care about so that's me signing off and uh thanks again i um i'm hoping my next episode to um focus a little bit more on on the autism side as well and uh as 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 i'm sort of straddling both lines of, of areas of caregiving in in different capacities um obviously my daughter is with me on a regular basis, <laughs> clearly, and, and my mum now has, has moved to, to a facility, so it's, it's taken a different form. Um, but uh, I'm very hopeful that uh, a friend of mine will be joining soon and uh, talking about her experience with her daughter. So stay tuned and uh, have a wonderful night. Thank you. Bye. Stay safe.